Hey, hey, Jen. Welcome back to week two, episode two of On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay today. Just okay? I'm doing better than I do. I was, had a horrible weekend. What happened? I uh, went into a very dark place in my head this weekend, and it was triggered by other things, but I was just also exhausted and susceptible. And it just continued to get weirder. And we- I don't know if you ever feel so overwhelmed that even someone texting you and asking you a question makes you hate them. You're like, I can't be friends with this person anymore. <laughs> they- they're so demanding. <laughs> like, even though the question is totally unintrusive and fair and... and- Anyway, uh, it ended with um, me last night somehow in that weird, like sitting... Cumulative place. Yeah, and sitting at the dining room table alone in the dark, eating pie, staring at the wall, going like, what am I... Who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? You know, that place. What do you even think you're doing? And what's the point of anything? And why am I alive? Thankfully, I woke up this morning... uh, and realized that it was podcast day it was podcast day. <laughs> and i was like oh yeah that's why i'm alive so i'm sad to hear that you dread these days i'm dreading them less and less and because we know that putting myself out there in the world was a dream for me that i either need to step forward and put myself out like we're doing on this podcast or i need to let it go and be okay with that but the process of actually doing it carries the 30 years of baggage of not doing it. You know what I mean? Oh, I so know what you mean. Yeah. So it's not just like one day we're like, oh, let's start a podcast. That sounds fun. It's 30 years of shame layer cake going, okay, we're finally doing it. It better be perfect. It has to be perfect. It has to be amazing. Or it really is over and the last 30 years of shame were for nothing. Anyway, it's like, I'm just saying it's super complicated. And I would like to wake up and have it just be fun. It's getting funner. Like, is this like, this is what I'm trying to teach myself is that, or trying to learn, I guess, is if you just start, if you just start like with one small step in some small way, and you can tick that off the list, it feels so good. Oh my God. I feel like you were at my house last night. Can I just tell you what? this? What kind of pie was it? I would have been so good. <laughs> Strawberry rhubarb. You had me a pie. <laughs> I warmed up the pie and then put the ice cream on it. Oh, it's the best. Um, actually, super important. It was strawberry rhubarb pie and the ice cream was ginger. So good. You couldn't have been that depressed if you were taking the time to warm up the pie. Oh, no, I made Joe do it. Well, I would just, when I'm depressed, I like eat the pie cold out of the fridge. It's very sad. All right, well, so I wasn't in a dangerous zone. (laughs) (laughs) Just a dark place. I felt like I was. So what tipped me over, like, the final edge, because many, many actually upsetting things happened this weekend, but then, not many, a couple, but that just made all the, like, silly, trivial things seem way bigger than they were, or negative when they weren't even negative. But last night, I was complaining about somebody like just talking about them. I wasn't actually complaining, but we were on a bit of a rant defending this person who's going through a hard time. So we were like, why can't people just leave her alone? Blah, blah, blah. And I think I said, people are so weird. And then Joe said, we're all weird. And then she laughed and said, I know you don't think you're weird. And then I stopped and I was like, I, I believe that I'm weird. Like I believe you that I'm weird, but I don't see it. <laughs> I was like, not that I think I'm perfect, because I think I'm 
crazy in the head, like not well in the head, but like, I think outwardly, I don't seem weird to people. And then she was like, mm, mm-hmm. So I asked her just out of curiosity, this was not an argument or there was no defensiveness. It was like pure curiosity. Cause I was like, whoa, weird. Are you eating pie at this point? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. And then I said, how am I weird? And she laughed cause she thought it was so obvious quirky and silly <laughs> and she was like you schedule every minute of every day even on the weekends you're on a frantic like amazing race 24 7 even on saturdays and sundays you have a timer going off on your phone like it's time to do your next task and so i was like oh yeah i can see how that might seem weird to you but it's because you know i have a full-time job plus a supplementary job during the week plus and a stand-up so- comic well, this is where... I'm a podcaster. I could go on and on, to be honest. So then I was saying, I'm trying to also build, like, my creative life or, you know, my, no, build it, keep building. I'm trying to build this whole other life. So I, I have, like, very limited time to do that and my laundry and make food for the week because I'm not home much. And so. your job's not, not super scheduled all the time. Your hours change. Don't they? Like, a little. Make, like, it's not, yeah, a bit. You have to keep track. It's not like it's 9 to 5 and you can just forget about it. Yeah, you need to keep track of your hours, and you have meetings offset. And I'm, like, oh, yeah. but I also don't get home often until like nine o'clock at night, or like I'm eating a lot of meals on the go. But I can't like health wise or financially afford to be eating out all the time, and I don't like a lot of takeout kind and you're of food. Vegan. And I'm vegan, so I need to plan ahead. Right. So I do a lot of cooking on the weekend and planning, meal planning, whatever. And so I was just trying to explain to her, like I'm trying to get a lot done and like I always tell my kids if you want to be a musician or an artist I respect that but treat it like a full-time job yeah you have to schedule the time yeah don't say like oh I don't want to I don't want a boring nine-to-five job because I want to be an artist and then like you don't do anything all day like I support that you want to be an artist but treat it like a full-time job like hustle babe like do it then I know you're sending me a secret message that it's I not a secret <laughs> it's life. not a secret message so, received <laughs> so anyway I was telling back Joe, to you back to you <laughs> yeah yeah no, I was explaining to Joe, like, this is why, but I think I could, <laughs> because I was feeling emotional. Did you emotional. start a fight? Did you start a big fat fight? No, it was more of a sermon. A sermon? Okay. <laughs> no. I kind of just went off, and I was like, I, I instead of saying I'm trying to treat my creative life as much as a full-time job and right. take it as seriously as I take my other stuff. And I'm, schedule it. Yeah. I may have instead yelled (laughs) this is not the life I wanted (laughs) I don't want any of this this is not where I imagined myself at 48 years old and like some other stuff negative shit so she got up and just left the room was like I'm going to bed and then she came back in and she was (laughs) she was like Cause she said a lot of stuff in response to that. And then she was like, babe, like real tender, takes my hand, looks lovingly in my eyes and says, you're not happy. And I was like, I am so happy. <laughs> my tears pouring down my face sitting in the dark. I am happy. Uh, you know, and then like, I'm just not happy with my life or whatever. But anyway, uh, yeah, and then I, we our lines. We don't communicate well. Like she misunderstands my facial expressions a lot. Uh, then I just ranted some more, and I don't know how my rant ended on like, and I just want to eat the pie that's in the fridge. But then she 
warmed up the pie for you. And then I said, I want it warm. And she went and warmed it up. And then I just, I'm not going to lie. I took the pie into the bedroom and sat in the bed and ate the pie. Oh. Well, but, I'm sorry to hear that. No, I woke up this morning with a new lease on life because it's podcast day. <laughs> <laughs> and also because I remembered, I remembered stuff like what's, this is my life. Like I'm supposed to be doing what brings me passion and what helps me to give back to the planet and the community in the best ways that I can. That's the point. And it's then cool I was that like, you can yeah. even define that because I'm not even sure I've defined. Oh well, I just did it for you, so you're fine. Oh, I'll just copy yours. What she said. That's I'm all about that. <laughs> just write that on a post-it and stick okay. it. No, to just I'll start composting. <laughs> But I think this goes to a lot of what we're t- why we're doing the podcast is is a lot of it is three steps forward and sometimes two steps back. But I think it's great that you schedule things. Like I find that I get a lot more done when I schedule things. And I don't know why I play this game of chicken with myself. It's like I don't have to enter that in the calendar. I'll remember it. I don't know if it I don't know why. And then it, I get double booked or I forget something. And then I have this negative self-talk. Why don't you use the calendar? You know, I bought like five calendars, five calendar apps. Do you think I could use one of them? I have the opposite problem is that I use all of them. I literally, <laughs> I literally have two paper hanging calendars on the wall, one magnetic, one in the kitchen, two paper agendas, two Google calendars, and two apps on my phone and my iCal on my... Okay, I was going to say that I don't think it's weird that you schedule. No, I use all of them. 15-minute blocks. But I I think we should go to one. That's not happening. But Nancy... <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say this. I acknowledge... Here's the thing. I have the memory of a goldfish. I have to write it down or I will not do it. Even if it's something super simple like buy stamps. It's never happening if I didn't write it down. So I started writing stuff down and scheduling things. And I'm visual. I need to see things. The problem is I also have a tiny, teeny, tiny bit of obsessive personality. So Don't say. I may. <laughs> I would have never guessed. When something works for me or I enjoy it, I have a slight tendency sometimes to go a little too hard. Well, if it works for you, I don't think it's weird. And what we've been talking about are the small steps that we can take so once we identified the dreams that are still worth saving and the ones that we can let go of, what are some small steps that we can take today or this week? And I got to say scheduling, writing time or uh, comedy writing or whatever it is. What, what are you scheduling? Tell me. All the, okay. So my studio in my house, basement, cave, dungeon <laughs> uh, needs to be organized. It's, it's a function is shared so it's like a costume room and a recording area and a writing area like everything in a very small space it desperately needs organizing so there's organizing stuff there's writing like blog writing there's comedy writing like i have many there's music stuff like that so by the way awesome app am i allowed to say what it is yes it's called be focused i love it so much i was looking for a 19th app this is fantastic. That one is the one to like fill up the rest of your room on your phone. Um, <laughs> I have no room. I'll have to delete one. To I, lo- I love it because it it because I tend to like sit down to do something that I'm going to spend an hour doing. But next thing you know, three hours has gone by. But this thing actually times you and then it tells you take a five minute break now and you take your five minute break. Anyway, 
I just want to go back to what you're saying about the small steps because that's why I said I felt like you were at my house last night is because and of course I couldn't hear it from Joanne because she's my girlfriend so I just felt like she doesn't understand me uh, when you say it it makes so and much everything sense. she says is a hidden message <laughs> exactly but when you when you say the same thing I'm like oh my god Nancy we have the same Again. brain <laughs> yeah. uh, but she was saying like maybe you need to like look at the smaller steps and I was just like I saw on Instagram that you have four shows this month I do that is fantastic that's like if I do the math one a week more you say I did uh I think oh I have a couple I don't know when this is airing though but I have one (laughs) that's true welcome to 2020 (laughs) this week I have three shows not including a burlesque show so four altogether four shows isn't that bonkers sounds like the scheduling is working for you because stuff's getting done do you hear that Joe (gasps) don't pick on Joe Joe's my favorite so the shame that you're talking about is it like are you ashamed that you didn't do these things is it your shame stopping you from doing these things or both it's like a giant shame mucus ball that i thought we could spend the next 12 12 weeks unpacking it's not so much shame it's more regret and what we're going to talk about next week is like what i'm going to talk about is one sort of big issue of regret is is weight so stay tuned. For I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> You're just going to sit over there and eat a salad. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to talk about something Drink else. Your water. <laughs> In this whole theme of dreams that we had, have we still have dreams? One of mine was to to be a certain weight, and I'll save all of the details for next week. Shocker, not the weight that was the dream. And when we're talking about in the podcasting, I did have a dream to be more of a media personality and that didn't happen. And now I can do that. We're doing this. This is the small step. It's the podcasting. I have another idea to do a podcast for myself called The Nancy Show. This is where I'm going to tell you this now so that you can't like freak out, make a big scene in a restaurant. (laughs) No, I've always wanted to do a different podcast based on uh, the mo- the Money Coach, the website that I manage. So it's all about women and money. Watch for that. And so I just wanted to be about letting go of the regret because it's useless. It's it's like guilt. It serves no purpose, and it's just holding me back from enjoying podcast days. But on the note of shame. I did want to talk about the blog post that you published a few weeks ago on the Ladies Lounge, the ladies, L-A-D-Y-S, lounge.com. And it was pretty cool. It was all about your idol, one of your idols, besides me, Julia Cameron. Uh, Do you want to tell us a little bit about, I know I interpret it differently than Julia Cameron meant for it, it to be interpreted, the exercise. Oh, um first of all she is one of my idols but you introduced me to her so that makes you it's that makes one of me my the, idols the, like by the proxy. wind beneath your wings pretty yeah. much yeah <laughs> and obviously like i think she's amazing probably because you told me she was so if that comforts you um the exercise uh i think it's in uh, a few of her books but for sure it's in the artist's way and i think the sound of paper I might be saying that wrong that might not be the title of the other book but anyway 
Um, it's where you write a list of 25 symbols of success or sophistication. In her exercise, I don't, I honestly don't remember what the original purpose of it was, but it was that you would write quickly, like without spending too much time, I think, to think about it, 25 things that symbolize success or sophistication to you. And then you would look at them and ask yourself, is there one of these things I can do right now? Or like an aspect of one of these things that I can introduce into my life that will give me a little boost and make me feel more sophisticated or successful. Yeah, exactly. So one of the times that I do it most, because I do it often enough, because it's a list and you know how I am. Uh, <laughs> You're misty. I, I never knew any of this about you. I'm learning. I've been friends for like 30 years and I'm learning all this new I stuff. I have so many things wrong with me. I mean, right. So right with me. <laughs> um, I have a list thing, but I do it often when I feel like I'm getting blocked or stuck or I start feeling like, you know, when you're like, who do I think I am? Like this person here is never going to be able to achieve these things. I, it might sound superficial to write like a list of things that a successful or sophisticated woman would own or do or know, but it actually gives me like a little boost. Like it, it's... It reminds me, the list reminds me of who I am and... Who you want to be. The woman yeah. you want to be. And sometimes it's things that I'm like, like, oh, like on my list it has things, some things that I don't have right now, like an organized wallet because mine's stuffed with my expense receipts that I'm hanging on to for work. And I know I have a folder for that that I need to just put them in, but my wallet's stuffed. But I do have a nice watch. Like one of the things on the list... My, is like a nice watch, which I do have and I do wear. And so sometimes it's reminders of things that I'm not doing for myself, things that I need to do that will make me feel better. Sometimes it's things that I already do or already have. And it's like, oh yeah, I am, I am this person or I'm on the way to being this person or that person's inside me. She's just been super busy lately and she hasn't had time to whatever. I get it because I mean, the first thing you see is an organized wallet. And if, if you feel like an organized wallet is a sign of sophistication, then you could say, you know what? I've got half an hour at three o'clock. I'm going to organize my wallet. And then it's done. And it feels great. I know what it's like to have all sorts of pockets of unorganization, both in my wallet and in my house and in my brain. But I looked at this list. First, I read it. And I was like, as it was going, as I was scrolling down, I was getting more and more depressed and, and feeling shame. And I, that's why I'm like, you know what? I want to talk about this on the podcast. Can I read the list of like, this isn't the complete list, but this is like an, just an example. And some, again, like I said, some of it might sound superficial, but I'll get into it a bit. But so organized wallet, a newspaper subscription, a nice watch, a good credit score, manicured, pedicured, uh, <laughs> having wine savvy, being up to date on current events, wears a belt so that I'm constantly pulling my pants Always up. pulling my pants up. Um, you know, polished shoes, a not expired driver's license. And I know some of these things are about image, but it, it's not even, for me anyway, it's not even about how other people perceive me. It's just me reminding my, like if I'm going out and walking the dog every morning in my pajamas and my bathrobe, which I've accidentally started doing again lately. Um, like As have I, so... <laughs> It just like it it just it doesn't matter to me if the neighbors see that or what they think and I have super cool neighbors so most of them just think it's funny or they're wearing their bathrobes too but it's more about like that's my start to the day do I feel put together do I feel 
organized so I feel like I'm honoring myself and and respecting my person and putting out like an energy of someone who's got their shit together or not and you know some of these things are not even super important to me I have to tell you I don't know why I think that a sophisticated successful person has a newspaper subscription but I will admit to you since I don't have time to read the newspaper or to schedule that into my day, <laughs> I got my girlfriend a newspaper subscription. And she, she reads it every Saturday morning oh, and it's the cutest good. thing. And I realize I'm perfectly content. With having a newspaper come to the house? Yeah, and then <laughs> seeing my adorable girlfriend sitting on the couch or in bed on Saturday morning drinking her coffee and reading the Gazette. Like, I find that so perfect and worth the... $20 or whatever I'm paying every, every month to check that box off. Um, but, and occasionally I get to read an article or two, but I can't order, I can't subscribe to a newspaper that I'm only going to read one article. Like it's a waste of paper, it's a waste of money, whatever. But now I get to have like, you know, all those things. It's so great. Um, but I think I understand, like for you, it's like, oh, look, here's a list of things I'm not doing. I just saw it and my first trigger was like, I don't have, I can identify with at least at least 70% of these. Ergo, I'm a failure. Jen's right. This is sophistication. I'm not sophisticated. And then I caught myself and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, and it bothers me that I will see a woman on the street and like I saw this counselor once and she said this greatest thing, which was if you find yourself envious of someone, Turn it around because envy is a bit of a cancer. Turn it around and make it admiration. And I've, I've really tried to do that. So when I see someone on the street, you know the one I'm talking about with the white pants and the gold necklace and the flat ironed hair, like, and super comfortable in her body, like talking away and like, first, now I know that that person's life might be a total mess. And, and I don't want it to be a total mess. But just because you're all put together on the outside doesn't mean you're all put together on the inside. And also that it's unrealistic, I think, even you with your scheduling, my God, that anyone, that anyone could have all of these things at any time. And when I look at the list, I've had all of them at, at least a few times. But, and also it's not like, here's a list of things that you need to do tomorrow. It's like, hey, Here's just real quick stream of conscious. Write me a quick list of things that would make you feel better. Cool. Which one's one? Pick one attainable one and just go do that for yourself. And it will make you feel so much better. And I love that. I think that's great. And I'm looking at it now and I don't know what it is. I'm hoping that at the end of this, the podcast season, that I have a greater understanding of how my brain works. My first thought is negative. My first well, maybe because my husband told me. My husband told me, did you see Jen's, uh, he called it an op-ed on Twitter. I'm not <laughs> sure what was going on there. I said, I, I'm pretty sure it's a blog post article on her website. But yes, let's call it an op-ed on Twitter. He said, I think she's trying to send you a message. I think that she's made a list of things. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And so maybe that's why when I was looking at the list, I was viewing it through his eyes. So not only are there a lot of items on the list that I feel like I have accomplished, I do have a good credit score, I do have monthly hair appointments, but there's also some things, and I, I totally recognize that this is your list. So this is something, yeah. not, it's not mine. Yeah. But there's also things that I'm like, like you're talking about 
you know, going out in the morning and at some point, and it's usually like a winter thing, like when it's minus 20 and the dog needs to pee, it's like, it's like, give me a break. I'm just going to do this in my pajama pants. Impeccable handwriting. Nobody can read my handwriting. I don't see it as a sign of sophistication at all. I just don't make the connection. And for me, it works because I leave my journals all over the house and nobody can read what they say. So, you know, wine savvy, there's white, there's red. That's wine savvy to me. And trust me, I know my wine. (laughs) I drink wine. (laughs) To be honest, I find wine savvy people can be a bit snobby about wine. They've done all these tests where they change the labels. Did you, you see, see did you see sour grapes? I did. So such a good. Yeah. yeah. So good. they've they've done all these tests to show that not all of them I'm sure, but there's a lot of some snobbery going on there. There's a ton of super bougie people who have gobs of money who pride themselves on how wine savvy they are who couldn't tell a the like bare, yeah. 10 $9 bottle of barefoot from like a 2 4000 yeah. dollar bottle of wine. It's simply because the label was changed. So my point is I super appreciated this list because it really made me think. My first thought was negative. Nancy, you're a failure. You should have accomplished more of these items on Jen's list, especially the ones that are important to you. And this, my, I'm so proud of myself though for catching myself and going, no, I'm gonna practice some self-compassion here. Every day, every week, I'm doing the best I can. And I've already accomplished, not just on this list, but on my own list, which I think maybe I should take the time to write, probably copy most of your stuff like usual. (laughs) Me and Jen have all these pre-podcast conversations, and then I go first and take all the ideas that you came up with. I want to say though, Nancy, like I can see how you might not want to be pulling your pants up all the time but what (laughs) i find one of the things on my actual much longer list than the one i recited was that i think that a successful no a sophisticated a sophisticated person um clothing is not 80 percent made up of cat hair i think i wrote and i don't understand why you're not covered we have the same amount of cats of cats and dog (laughs) in our homes and I do not own anything that is not coated in a blanket of hair and I even have rooms that are off limits to these beasts. Is it because you wear more sweaters? Do you see mine as all um, lycra from Lululemon? <laughs> is that what I need to do? You just Straight use Lululemon, Lululemon 24 hours a day. <laughs> Great. I don't think they have it on the label or the marketing but it's it seems to be cat hair resistant. I have one pair of their pants, but I guess I'm going to have to wear them Step it every up. day. But you wear more sweaters than I do. Like you're, you're wearing a sweater right now. And I'm wearing some shiny fabric here. That I don't even know that it's hair. like, I feel like you're wearing a space, <laughs> space fabric. It's special space fabric that RuPaul's cat hair. And you bought it on Amazon. purpose. You knew. <laughs> I knew. And you're pretending. I you're just like, I don't list. know. It's weird. My pants stay up by themselves. And, and I'm I never... like, I saw on my list. I'm like, I'm going to get some super cat hair repellent outfits. And when she shows up in this cat sweater, she'll... I'm surprised you didn't just do the whole list like this. Like, weird. No, my or- my wallet just seems to organize itself. I don't... <laughs> Did you see my organized wallet just sitting here at the side of the table? I don't know. It just is I'm that just way. I'm just going to pet it with my manicured pants. <laughs> Well, I just relax in my cat hair free space outfit. I do the where's about though, but this goes back to being organized. I buy belts and then I can't find them. And then I'm like running out of the house because I have to be somewhere. 
and I'm pulling my pants up. I can't stand it. I do. That's going to be mine. I'm going to find the belt. There's one thing I can do this week. I'm going to find the belt. And if I can't find the belt, I'm going to buy a new one. Now I feel great about that plan. There you go. It's even more, it's less fake. It's less cheating than my getting my girlfriend a newspaper subscription <laughs> so that I can feel sophisticated. Hey, whatever works. Okay, so this is just like one of the many things that I do to like get me back on track when I f- I'm starting to feel like I am stuck or like I'm not being my best own self. Like you have these, I know you're not in a constant state of, of regret and self-loathing. Like, no, I'm not. No, what, I'm not, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what are some ways that you do check in with yourself when you find yourself going there? Like I know we're facing this right now. We're going through this. It's a process. But on the day-to-day, like what are some ways that you check in with yourself? I take a lot of breaks, maybe too many, according to my husband. <laughs> there, wa- there was a, t- a, a period of time you know, up until recently, and I'm, I'm 47, where I did work, I, I work full time, and I did this, and I did that. And if my time wasn't busy doing, I don't know, something this not, I don't mean to be negative towards my husband. But if it wasn't something sort of, that I thought that Renault would have approve of how I was spending my day, because maybe I wasn't working, then I was slacking off, and I really should be doing something more productive. And I just, I just felt like I got, I got burned out and I was having a lot of negative self-talk and I didn't feel like I had the time or the energy or like the mental bandwidth to do anything that was important to me. And so let's be honest, the breaks were happening and I was feeling guilty about them. I was taking the breaks that I needed during the day and feeling guilty and that I was taking them and resentful that I felt like I, you know, it was just a, a, a dark place that really wasn't working. And then I took this mindful self-compassion course, which will come up a lot for me. I'll be talking about it throughout the season is it was in conjunction with a couple of things, but it was pretty life-changing in how to be nice to yourself and how to not feel guilty for, for taking the time that you need. And it just sort of opened. It was like I was in this smoky room and someone opened a window and it was, there was a bit of a transition because he was still sort of remarking on, well, he would come home. This is like typical relationship stuff. He would come home and say, what did you do today? And I really felt like it was a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Like I should have this list of things. And I would say, well, I did this. I took your shirts to the dry cleaner. You know, I edited a website. I did this. I did X. I did Y. And, and, and I, I don't, I, till this day, I don't know. If he had the and, and was a signal, well, that doesn't sound like very much. You should have done more. You're, you know, you're eight hours. That's all you did. Or if he was just genuinely curious of how my day was, I still don't know. And I don't want to know. I don't want to go there. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he'll ever listen to this podcast, so we'll never know. I, I get that though. Cause Joanne will ask me some, like I'll say, she'll ask me, do you have a busy day today? And I'll say, yeah. And then she'll ask me, what yes. What are you doing? But then I feel like they want to know. They're going to they're decide yeah, exactly. if it's busy or not, exactly. if it's worthy of exactly. busy. And I'm rude to her sometimes about it. Because she'll, she'll say, do you have a busy day at work? I'll say, yeah. And then she'll say, what do you have to do? And <laughs> I will literally turn to her and go, do you want a list of all the yeah. things I need to do at work today? Like I'm defending 
you know, the fact that I said that it was busy. And like, let's be honest, she doesn't actually want to know all the things I'm going to do at work today. That's pretty boring for her. But she also wasn't, when she said, what do you have to do? She wasn't saying, oh yeah, prove it. <laughs> you know, like justify your existence. I'm not sure about that. To <laughs> exactly. Be really, that's, that's busy. That's, that's how I feel when when I says, "What are you doing today?" Well, I want to clarify. I'm sure sometimes she means no. That, I didn't. But I didn't mean to say bad things about Joe. I just. Oh, I, know, I, know. I just mean like I can't get you to say bad things about her <laughs> if I try. <laughs> I just. It's a super sore spot for me because I don't. I so. But this was the point. I didn't know for years. If he was judging me about how I spent my day, same thing, got a busy day today. Oh, yeah. Well, that doesn't sound very busy. Like, are you suggesting that that doesn't sound very busy, so I should also schedule a facial? Or are you saying that doesn't sound very busy and I should also write a novel? Like, I don't know how to interpret. And sometimes I would ask. Like, I'm not super crazy. I'd be like, I don't know when you're what you mean when you ask those questions. And he'd be like just asking a question. I'm like, hey, nothing's ever just asking a question. I, I, Even if they don't know it, there's some yeah. sort of underlying. And last thing I promised for this episode is Renault can skip a meal. He can go and eat breakfast at 10 and then not eat till dinner. I would have like blood sugar and like be on the floor by three if I, if I didn't eat. And I'm saying like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So, you just ate. And I just get into this thing where I'm like this food addict or something. But I'm like, we have different metabolisms. Like that's at its primary thing. That's what I'm trying to say is that we're different and I need breaks in the day. Like I need time to, even if it's just 15 minutes or an hour or lunch with a friend. So I schedule my day, not like you, (laughs) but I have blocks of time that are unaccounted for so that I can fill them last minute or take a break. I won't say meditate because I would just be fibbing you. But I do, that's how I check in with myself in the day is not pushing myself too hard because I do feel like, I don't know if it's an age thing or I've always been like that. And I'm finally treating myself with self-care is I tend to get overwhelmed quite a bit. And now I'm taking the time to make sure that that doesn't happen. I have that too. And because I have two other jobs that I'm doing that are, (laughs) I super hope my boss is listening to this, um, in the way (laughs) of my life, um, I feel pressed for time all the time. I feel pressed for time. And I know that part of that is, I know a big part of that is self-imposed because I've decided I'm running out of time and I need to hurry up and do these things. Um, So... I probably need breaks. I just don't, I don't allow myself them, but it's, I also have, I suffer from like extreme paralyzing anxiety. And I'm sure that a lot of that is because of how I, the timer that's ticking down. Yeah. uh, Literally on my phone and in my head. And because I'm not taking those breaks that you're talking about. I just remembered something too, while you were talking about the list of, of symbols of success and shameless, the shameless, Mm -hmm. I might be wrong, and Julia um, Cameron, who's obviously listening to this right now, um, will probably just roll her eyes and be like, I never should have let Jen read my book. I feel like it might have even been in a a chapter where they were talking about feeling like you're not a successful person and that your idea of success is this massive 
thing. Like I don't. Um, no, you defined it in 20, 25 reasons or less, exactly or more, why I'm not successful. Yeah, but for I think this was a tool to show you how even small things can be symbols of right. success. And instead of you going, I don't have my own TV show, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have billions of dollars in the bank, and I'm not affecting every uh, life. Eight. Yeah, and I'm not influencing young women all over the world to take their lives into you know control. And instead of you going, oh, but I could wear a belt, you were like, how could I have my own TV show? I don't even know where my belt is. <laughs> That's like, exactly. That's exactly. Whereas yeah. I interpret it as, okay, here, and to go back to what you were saying about small steps, like, wow, talk about small steps. All I need to do is find my belt. And that's like one, yeah, I think, and I, and I, when I wrote the blog post, I was, jo I, I think it came to me because I literally was Googling something. I was looking for that exercise. I couldn't find my book. So I was looking for her exercise so I could remember exactly how it was worded to share it with somebody else. And when I went on the internet and searched the words, it came up with a WikiHow page of, called How to Be Successful <laughs> or How to Be Sophisticated, sorry. And that's what I wrote the blog post about because I thought it was hilarious that they were telling you how that to wiki be how could yeah. tell you what mm -hmm. defines and success for you. And it, some, for some reason, it included wine savvy. <laughs> and, but then also said like don't get ridiculously drunk in front of I think it was like really important to drink wine and know it well and then spit but it then, out but then later said <laughs> don't, seen them spitting don't get out. intoxicated in front that. of anyone so I was like are you telling us to drink alone <laughs> like, <is> this, <laughs> like drink a lot but alone where no one can see you I'm like yeah Nothing screams sophistication like <laughs> drinking alone in the dark corners of your home when no Another one's there. secret message directed <laughs> um, Renault, God, your husband, the poor guy, he really doesn't know how self-absorbed I am. If he knew, he would never think my posts were messages to you. I, I think it's interesting, actually, because I think we're, we're going to explore a lot of different tools as well as a lot of the different Not feelings. Not just the problems. Yeah, the yeah but some of the tools. Talk about the tools. But I think what's really interesting that came up with this is how different people interpret these tools as well. But just to close that that loop off is, to be honest, I, st I take, well, two things. One, you might not take the breaks, but you're also the one with three comedy shows this week. Like, obviously, whatever you're doing is working. And I just wanted to call that out and just give you huge props. Like you have taken like the fear of going on stage. Cause I remember you were scared the first time at the, when you took the comedy class and now you're like getting booking after booking after booking. And I think that's fantastic. Are you scheduling the booking so you don't actually forget one? <laughs> it's in all eight of my calendars. <laughs> and the second thing is I'm taking the breaks I don't know how Renault feels about them, which is a huge sign of success for me. I'm no longer worried about what he, th how he thinks of how my sp I spend my day. I don't know. If he comes home and says, how was your day? I just answer. I don't wait for the sinking pit of my stomach or the judgment. I don't know if it's there or not, which I think is important when you talk about someone judging you. It doesn't really matter if it doesn't hit its mark. I was going to say that before, not that exactly, but I was going to say when we were both talking about how we're interpreting our partner's comments or questions, 
like a, when I'm in my best place, I'm not saying like, I'm not encouraging people to be with somebody who's constantly berating them or at the same time, like when you're in a good place and when you're feeling grounded, I think you're a lot less likely people to be knock you off. Your yeah, of course. Of course. If I'm in a really good place and I walk into the room and Joanne is having a shitty day. So she says to me, like, is there a reason why you put this thing here? Whatever it is, that's clearly in her way my response is more likely to be like, oh, well, yeah, I was like trying to find ways to annoy you. So I threw that right in your way. Says, hey, did it work? Like, <laughs> and like, I'll smile and like put the thing away, which is still like me being a sarcastic, passive aggressive jerk, but like it rolling off my back. Yeah. Um, never going to be a relationship counselor. Don't worry. Cause I know that's not the appropriate <laughs> response, but compared to me, lashing out yeah yeah, and being like well you left stuff in this other place and maybe i should just get my own apartment you know like (laughs) uh it is also a big part of it is the way we are treating our own selves a big part of it is because we are questioning if we spent don't get me wrong i know there are times when joe and renault are both asking us is that really all you got done today because people are like that, partners are like that. We do our own version of that to them as well. Uh, sorry, listeners, I know you thought we were perfect, but <laughs> we're jerks, uh, just like everyone else. Um, but when Joanne asks me what I did all day, a little part of it is her wondering what I did all day. Some on a bad day for her, it's also her probing me to see if I was actually productive that day. And then a big part of my negative feeling is me feeling like maybe I didn't actually do enough that day. And she's putting a giant spotlight on that. Yeah, no, absolutely. If I'm negative talking negative, if I'm having negative self-talk all day, and then Renault says something to me that's perceived as negative, it's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, it's just like, it can set off an explosion. But if I've been nice to myself all day and he asks a question, well, a question's just a question. Even if he doesn't mean it as one, that's how I interpret it. But that's exactly like what we actually started this conversation um, with me saying how I was having a really hard day and feeling really exhausted and emotional and the day just progressively got more and more difficult. I also had given myself a list of about a thousand things that I expected myself to accomplish on this day, not knowing that I was going to wake up feeling exhausted and emotional and unable to deal. And instead of just curling up in a blanket and watching Netflix and just calling it, <laughs> calling it a day, I still tried to make myself do this hundred things. So when so one, one of the people who annoyed me the most that day was an acquaintance who sent me a message and said, I'd really like to come to one of your shows this week. Which one would you oh, suggest? The nerve. And I actually <laughs> got annoyed. I was actually Did like- you unfriend them on Facebook? <laughs> oh my God. I'm ready to unfriend a bunch of people, but not that person. No. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I actually, because of my own stuff, I was like, oh my God, can One you not thing, just yeah. choose a show yourself? <laughs> like, like, I don't even care. They're you all come. good. They're all fantastic. <laughs> do you need me to do this for you too? It's not enough that I'm getting up on stage and entertaining you for five whole minutes. I have to choose which night I'm going to do it for you. Anyway, I really hope that friend's not listening to this episode. <laughs> she probably will. I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. I'm a horrible person. No, I was just having a bad day. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, Dear friend, it's, it's not you. It's her. <laughs> Sad, but that's true.
All right, you want to wrap this up? Episode two of On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy. You want to tell them where they can get a hold of us? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Jennifer June Chapman. And I'm Nancy Murdoch on Instagram, Nancy with an I, Murdoch with a K. We also have our very own Instagram for the podcast now, Instagram on the same page pod. We will see you next week for episode three. Take care and have a great day. On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy is recorded in Montreal, Quebec. The podcast is written, hosted, produced, and edited by Jen Chapman and Nancy Murdoch. Original music by Jen Chapman. Original podcast cover art by Meredith Lindsay of Media Mercantile. A huge thank you to all of our supporters. Oh crap, is that the kids home from school? Hey, be quiet. We're recording, you little...